If you're an athlete, sports nutrition is a fundamental piece of your success. There's no two ways about it. And what I see time and time again through my work as a sports dietitian is there's some very key common mistakes with your nutrition that I see athletes make at the start of each in-season. In fact, I see these mistakes all the time throughout the season, but let's address them if you're someone who is approaching their season or who's just started, because this is a prime time to address these issues, get you back on the straight and narrow, on the right path, so you can actually succeed as the athlete you want to be. So without further ado, let's get into it. Welcome to the Reach a Peak podcast experience. This podcast is for athletes of all levels who want to level up their nutrition to level up their game. Join me as I explore the world of nutrition, health, and performance. Each week, I dive into a new topic to help expand your knowledge, separate truth from myth, and change your perspective so you can start winning the right way and reach your peak potential. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian nutrition coach. Let's go. Welcome back to the Reach Your Peak podcast experience. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian, as always. And as I said, today we're talking the nutrition mistakes that I see athletes make, you know, at the start of each season. It's common. It's stuff that's going to set you back. It's stuff that you need to address. Just plain and simple. Because you see, nutrition is a key pillar of sports performance. This is, you know, so it's no surprise that making mistakes with your food game is an important issue to address if you're an athlete. When the season starts, there are specific considerations and focuses that you need to have to ensure that you fuel yourself the right way for the right result. And there are certain nutrition mistakes I see time and time again being made by athletes at the start of their in-season, which I want to highlight to you so you yourself can avoid these. And that way you can kind of learn from their mistakes, learn from the experience I've had working with these athletes so you can get yourself in the right position to do as best as you can potentially, Okay. So let's get straight into it, okay? First of all, let's just quickly talk about the key focus for the in-season, okay? The key focus for the in-season because at the end of the day, sometimes we don't understand that depending on the season, and I use a nutrition seasons approach, there will be different focuses. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to only focus on that and completely disregard everything that doesn't fit that mold. That's not what I'm saying. But you got to prioritize certain things. And with the in-season, aka the season when you actually start competing for something, the focus is on performance fueling and recovery optimization. Okay, you got to follow the, the strategies, tactics, the nutrition practices that align with that and push you towards being best, you know, in your best position for that. That doesn't mean you have to disregard things like health and all that sort of stuff, you know. It just means that these will be focuses and the other stuff will take a bit of a backseat comparably to other times during the year. I just want to illustrate that before we get into it because it's important to understand what the focus is for the in-season as well because that could benefit you as well. You know, hearing that could give you a bit of insight for what you're trying to do this season. But now let's get into the, the bulk of what we want to talk about today, the nutrition mistakes that I see being made time and time again at the start of the in-season and during the in-season just as a whole, if I was to be honest, okay? So let's get into it. The list, number one, is cutting carbs or low-carb dieting. As an athlete, you should be eating carbs. Carbs will help you perform. Carbs are the primary fuel source for your body. Therefore, if you're cutting carbs, 
you're cutting your fuel source. Without the fuel that you need, you won't be able to meet the demands of the sport. And without meeting the demands of the sport, it's a lot harder for you to perform at the level that you're trying to perform at. Nice and simple. That's I can't put it better than that. Okay. Just know that your carb game will dictate your actual game. Obviously, this depends on sports. I will I will I should preface that by saying that. It will depend on your sport, obviously. Some sports will be more carb-dependent versus others where maybe it doesn't really matter as much. But generally, as a whole, athletes and carbs go together like spaghetti and meatballs, <laughs> okay, which happens to be a good carby meal. Okay, number two is doing what your teammates are doing. Now, it's okay to get some ideas, get some inspiration, kind of um, you know, talk through it with your teammates and see where you're at. But doing what your two mates are doing or thinking that you need to do the exact same thing that they're doing with their diet is a wrong thing to do. Everyone is unique. You are unique. Your demands are unique. Your goals are unique. Therefore, if you're following what your teammates are doing, you're either going to be doing something that's completely incorrect or you're going to most likely be doing something that's just not optimized for you. Therefore, it's, you could be better. It might not be even detrimental necessarily, although you could argue that if you're doing something you know, that's not really optimizing you. Is that to the detriment of you because your performance is not going to be as well? We can make that argument. But what I'm trying to say is while it might not necessarily harm you sometimes, depending on the situation, doing what your teammates are doing, it's not going to be the best situation for you. And it's a mistake I see time and time again because, you know, one teammate will have someone who's got given advice by someone. Maybe they've they've worked with a sports dietitian, whatever it may be. It doesn't matter. And they're like, oh, okay, well, you got that advice. Well, I'll do the same. And then someone else, oh, you did that. And then everyone just becomes this, it just becomes this circle of just doing, you know, doing the same thing. And it's just not into, it's just not uh, conducive to, to good performance practices. Okay. It's not conducive to good nutrition practices. And it's just not going to be the best situation for you. So just keep that in mind. Number three is eating irregularly or skipping meals. Now, if you're an athlete, it means you have to fuel in a certain way because sports nutrition is a different beast. You got to focus on recovery. You got to focus on fueling, as I said, the priorities are. And therefore, if you're eating irregularly and skipping meals here and not eating after your workouts and not eating before and all this sort of stuff and not fueling for your games, you can see quickly how that can become an issue when you're trying to become a high performance machine. So stop eating irregularly, get a structure going, get a regimen going, and don't skip meals unless there's a real reason for it, like a tactic behind it or, or um, you know, justification. Just keep this in mind. Trust me, it's, it's a little easy, low-hanging fruit you can address. Number four is poor hydration practices. Now, we all know we need to be drinking. We all know we need to be drinking plenty. We all know that hydration is key, but it's such an underrated thing still that I see time and time again being disregarded because we tend to focus on food and supplements, da, 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 and we don't really think about how is our water game, okay? So just focus on making sure you are hydrated. Such an easy thing you can do for yourself to really ensure you're in the right position. So just hydrate yourself, hydrate often. The specific strategy, obviously, I can't advise you over a podcast, but just understand that you need to hydrate yourself well. So just always keep a keen eye on how your hydration game is going. Number five is focusing too much on supplements. So I just quickly mentioned supplements before, and honestly, it's a mistake I see. People will think that supplements and sporting supplements and sporting performance supplements will be able to help them elevate their game. It won't. It just won't. When you actually look at the evidence of how much supplements can potentially help, we're looking at potentially more accurately, you know, for most people, for most supplements, in the range of 1% to 2 maybe 3% improvement. Now, you could make the argument that at a high level, those levels of improvements can be the difference between winning and losing. You could make that argument. 
But the thing with supplements is it doesn't matter if that could be the case because if you haven't addressed your food game first, if you haven't laid the foundations and worked on the pillars and all that sort of stuff, then it doesn't really matter what kind of supplements you're taking. It's just going to be a cherry on top of the sundae that's not yet needed and therefore it just doesn't really mesh. Supplements and focusing too much on them is really an issue I see with athletes because athletes love supplements, okay? And, and I, I get it, and I fully get it, and a lot of people these days love supplements. It seems to be like this easy way to get in a certain result, but it's not as pronounced as you may think. And in fact, the matter is that a lot of supplements themselves don't even work. So then you grab the small bunch that do actually work. They work for a specific purpose after you've addressed certain things. So just keep that in mind. And then last but not least, okay, number, number six that I want to share today with you is not eating enough or not fueling enough for the demands of the sport, aka you're being too calorically restrictive. This is a big issue, and I see this a lot with, um, with uh, various different sports, but particularly in, in like female teams, I see this quite often, and in certain sports where aesthetics is, is a, I guess, a factor or criteria, whatever you want to call it. It, you see this time and time again. It's just this underfueling for the purpose of being lean, having a certain physique, trying to lose weight beyond the limits of what should be needed to be done during an in-season. Because remember, losing weight during the in-season can be done. And, I, and I'm currently working with some clients who are doing so, and I've worked in the past with clients who have done so. But there's a strategy behind it and a way to balance it out. But when you're just like, oh, I've got to cut my calories, you start just you know shaving off calories like there's no tomorrow and thinking you're going to be your best performing self, it's just not going to be, it's just not going to happen. And then, you know, it doesn't really always have to be a necessarily a calorie restriction intentionally. Sometimes just not knowing how to fuel yourself properly is an issue here, therefore not fueling for the demands of your sport. You might be underestimating how much you need to be eating to actually fuel for the sport you're playing. Okay, and there's, and there's so many factors that can influence this as well that can make it that your demands are higher or your demands are lower. But generally, I see time and time again, a lot of athletes are not giving themselves enough fuel literal calories, literal substance to fuel for what they are doing. And therefore, this is leaving their performance down. This is leading to health issues. This is leading to injury risk, leading to a whole number of different concerns for me as a, as a health professional working with them. And it's something that I want you to address to some degree. Okay, if you listen to this and you're saying, yeah, maybe I'm not eating enough or consistently enough, then maybe it's something you need to address. But I just want to share it because it is a big one. Not eating enough calories can be a mistake that you were making during the in-season. So there you go. That's my six pointers that I want to share with you today. Again, as I always say with these things, it's not an exhaustive list, but it's a list of commonalities that may be resonating with you. Something that sounds familiar with you. And if I can help you identify something and become more aware of it, well, then I've done my job here for this podcast. So I really hope it's helped you. I hope this podcast episode has given you a bit of perspective and ideas on what mistakes you might be making so you can start addressing them now um, as you kick off your in-season. Uh, so just a quick recap, cutting carbs or low-carb dieting, doing what your teammates are doing, eating irregularly or skipping meals, poor hydration practices, focusing too much on supplements, and not eating enough calories for the demands that you need. There you go. Okay? So now let me know if this podcast has helped you, obviously. you know, um, Contact me on Instagram. Uh, if you go in the show notes below, you'll be able to find the details of how to contact me and all that sort of stuff. But I always like hearing if this podcast has helped you. And in that same light, you know, Leave, leave the podcast a review as well, a five-star review. Let me know that it's helped you and share the podcast with others who you feel it could help. Let's help more people with this. But yeah, thank you for listening as always. And until next time, have a good one. See you later. Bye. 
Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. Remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast so you can stay up to date whenever I drop an episode. And of course, if you enjoyed today's podcast, remember to go to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review. You can also find me on socials where I regularly post valuable sports nutrition content to help you elevate your sports game, elevate your nutrition game, and reach your peak potential. Simply search for The Climbing Dietitian and be sure to click follow. Until next time, stay safe and stay